Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. That's why I like you. So, I have a testimony to read to you. Are you excited to hear it? All right. So, hi, Bishop. On Sunday, when I came to church, I had pains in my left arm. I've been having these pains for about two weeks. It was disturbing me so much that I booked an appointment with my GP And they told me that I will need to get my blood checked. The appointment was for Monday. After I took the communion on Sunday, the pain disappeared. When I got home, I checked my arm and waited. But there was no pain, so I didn't go to the doctor on Monday. I am really happy, Bishop. God bless you. Wow. So, when I take communion... Take it seriously. Amen. Amen. But how come some of you are not clapping? Okay. Oh, I thought there was a problem. Sorry. Father, thank you for these offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Well, indeed, it is testimony time. Amen. Are you ready for a testimony? I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister, Lauren. Hello, everyone. Um, My name is Lauren. I'm in the hospitality team. So I just want to share with you today a short testimony about our prayer and fasting. So as I'm sure you know, it has not been easy. Yeah. Um, and signing into, you know, the group chat and praying after I've been hungry throughout the whole day has been very challenging indeed. Um, and on Wednesday in particular, I was really struggling and I was saying to myself, you know, what? I'm deciding to eat. I'm ready to throw in the towel. Forget this. So on my way home from work, I was thinking of things that I could cook. And um, yeah, I was just going to go into the kitchen, rustle up something to eat and, you know, enjoy But when I got home, um, instead of eating, I decided to pray. And there was about an hour to go before we were supposed to sign into our group thread and pray. But I said, you know what, I need strength, so I'm signing in now. So it was an hour before, and I signed in. No one else had been signing in an hour before, but I said, I'm here, I'm in. So I began to pray. And as I was praying, I was also reading the book Steps of the Anointing, And I was soaking that book alongside reading the Bible during the prayer time. And I was receiving revelation after revelation after revelation. And um, something that stood out to me in particular was in Luke 4, 
and it was speaking about Jesus being led into the wilderness by the Spirit. And what really resonated with me was where it says that Jesus was fasting and afterward he hungered. So not during the fast did he hunger, but it was only afterwards. So I said to myself, I'm not going to make food the main focus of this prayer and fasting, but instead I'm going to pray and I'll receive strength from prayer. So I was praying and I was reading the book and I was feasting on the word of God. Amen. It was so powerful. (laughs) Yeah, so I was feasting on the word of God and... That's not something that I would naturally do because I wouldn't see myself signing into anywhere to pray for two hours. I mean, yeah, but it was really, really powerful. And I know some of you may see this um, testimony as insignificant, but I just want to say that when you actually make a decision to join in with the prayer and fasting, to read your Bible, to meditate on the word, to immerse yourself in the word of God and read the books that we have provided for us, such as Steps of the Anointing, you will really receive some power from it. So I encourage you today, if you haven't joined in with us in the past week, to join in with the prayer and fasting, that you should, because you will really receive from it, just as I did. So although it is difficult, and we won't pretend that it's not difficult, um, I urge you to pray and really immerse yourself in the word of God and After this season of prayer and fasting, I really believe that we will be anointed as a church. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Thank you. Wow. Amen. Amen. I think that was a very, very powerful testimony. And I think that um, in this last week of prayer and fasting, everyone should be involved. So that you can receive revelation upon revelation upon revelation. Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Well, tell your neighbor the party's not over yet. Or oh, tell your neighbor the party ain't over yet. And then add, uh-huh, uh-huh. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our violin star.
Wow. It's beautiful. Amen. How many of you need, you want to learn the violin? Don't worry. If you need, she, um, she's available for tuition um, at a price. Amen. That was a joke, by the way. Don't, don't go to... Amen. Well, we're about to hear some anointed, beautiful music. Amen. I want you to clap your hands and welcome our sister, Marcella. Preach the gospel until your life is done. If you love me, obey the great commission. Build churches everywhere, in every town, every city, every province. The whole world must be saved But tell me how long is it gonna take For you to obey me I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain For you to obey me I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain For you to do my will Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Do you remember what I told you? I said build a mega church And I told you have a burning vision Your vision must be big But all you do does not lead to church growth Because your mind is on other things All you do is say, Lord, bless me now You say, bless me and prosper me today I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain For you to obey me I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain For you to do my will Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait in vain for your love? Am I gonna wait? 
in vain for your love Am I gonna wait in vain for your love So why are you so hard? Why are you so difficult? Why don't you wanna move? And why don't you wanna change? Why don't you wanna change? Oh, oh. Hey. For so long, I've been calling out to you But there's always an excuse A mega church, a mega church But you have excuses You have more and more excuses I don't think that you love me I think your heart is on other things Because if you love me, yeah If you love me, hey If you love me, you would work much harder now I have a feeling that I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting in vain For you to obey me I have a feeling that I'm waiting in vain For you to do my will God is asking you, is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? God is asking, is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? He needs to know, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? He is asking, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? He needs to know, is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna wait in vain for your love? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? Is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna wait in vain? I'll 
will be ready at 20, ready for the war. I'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. There is nothing I can't do for the Lord. There is nowhere that's too far. No battle I can't fight ready at 20. Let's give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Let us never think that our time, our strength, our families are our own. Let us dedicate them all to God and to his work. Let us give ourselves holy that our profiting may appear ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20 for the work of God. Without means of grace in other lands We must be ready to fight for the lost We will be laboring and traveling day and night Ready at 20 I'll be ready at 20 Ready for the war We must teach, exhort, rebuke, and preach the word with all long suffering and an anxious desire for the lost. We must be instant in prayer for the pouring out. Of the sweet Holy Spirit Upon all the people ready at 20 I will be ready at 20 Ready for the war Ready at 20 I'll be ready at 20 For the work of God
worthwhile to push ourselves with all our strength in promoting the gospel and the kingdom of our Christ ready at 20. I'll be ready at 20, ready for the war. Ready at 20. I will be ready at 20 for the work of God. God is gracious. Do not run away from him. Just a few more days. And our time down here will be done. When it's done, it's done for eternity. Your life spent is irrevocable. It remains to be contemplated yet through all eternity. Ready at 20. You must be ready at 20. Ready for the war. Ready at 20. You must be ready at 20 for the work of God. I'll be ready at 20, ready to work. I'll be ready at 20, ready to preach. I'll be ready at 20, ready to teach. I'll be ready at 20, ready to pray. I'll be ready at 20, ready to fast, ready to preach, ready to teach, ready to pray, ready for missions, ready for crusades, ready for healings, ready for fastings, ready to visit, ready to war. Ready to witness, ready to crusade, ready to evangelize, ready to go, I'm ready to preach, ready to teach, said I'm ready, said I'm ready, 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 I'm ready, I'm ready at 20, I'm ready to go, oh yes, you must be ready at 20 for the work of God. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. 
Oh, how I love thy law, oh Lord. It is my meditation all the day long. Through thy commandments, thou hast made me wise. Wiser than my enemies, all my enemies. How sweet are thy words, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh, oh, honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Honey, money, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For thy testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients. Because I keep thy precepts. How sweet are thy words. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh, oh, your word is like honey. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. I have refrained my feet from every evil way that I might keep thy word, O Lord. I've not departed from thy judgments, for you have taught me how sweet are your words, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Oh, oh, oh. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Thy word, O Lord, is a lamp unto my feet. Thy word, O Lord, is a light unto my path. Because I keep your commandments, I have understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. How sweet, how sweet, how sweet are your words to my mouth. Whoa, your word is sweet like honey. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Honey, honey, I love you. Honey, honey, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. Honey, 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 I love you. Testimony, 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 I need you. Honey, 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 I love you. Testimony, 
acceptable there of God. There was a woman in the city of Nain. Her son had died. She was broken. She could not be comforted. But one day she met Jesus. And Jesus, he raised her son to life again. When she had tears on her pillow and pain in her heart, Jesus healed her heart. There was another woman who had been bent for 18 years No one loved her And no one showed her any kindness But one day she met Jesus And he said Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmities His power touched her body She stood up that day And she was healed Oh, oh. there was yet another woman With the issue of blood And she had been bleeding For twelve long years But one day she met Jesus Oh, one day she met Jesus And you know what she did? She touched the hem of his garment And she was healed She was healed that day She had tears on her pillow And pain in her heart Jesus healed her heart Yes, he did So if you had tears on your pillow And pain in your heart He is there for you And you, and you, and you When you have tears on your pillow And pain in your heart Jesus heals your heart When you have tears on your pillow And pain in your heart Jesus heals your heart Wow 
Amen. Did you enjoy those songs? Do you believe that Jesus is about to heal your heart? I also believe it. Amen. So I want you to stand to your feet. I want you to clap your hands with shouts of Jesus joy. Welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Hallelujah. Okay, let us pray. Father, we want to thank you and bless you for a blessed day. Let your goodness prevail here. Let your kingdom come amongst us. Let your will be done in this place, Lord. Thank you for your power. And thank you for revelation and wisdom. And thank you for the light that your word shall bring into our lives today, Lord. May we be blessed because we came, Lord. Help us, Lord. Teach us through your word. Instruct us by your spirit, Lord. Let your spirit, Lord, teach us, direct us, and strengthen us today. I give you thanks and I give you praise. Thank you, Father, for this beautiful Sunday afternoon. Thank you for the healings and thank you for the strengthening that you bring to your people. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Amen. Your amen is not strong. Hallelujah. Say an amen to your amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Hallelujah. Well, good to see all of you again in church. You are welcome to church. And um, church is where we hear the word of God. A sound sounds a bit dizzy. I mean, not as in dizzy, but, you know, I sound like I'm feeling dizzy. But I'm all right. Hallelujah. Are you okay in church? Are you happy to be in church? Are you ready for the word of God? All right. Hallelujah. How many of you are enjoying the fast? How many of you are not enjoying it? <laughs> okay. At least it's good to speak the truth. Yeah, but there shall be blessings when you fast. You'll be blessed. There are many blessings and many great blessings that come when you are fasting and praying. The only thing is that make sure that it's not um, a season of starvation. That's why anytime there's fasting, there's prayer. So always um, pray when you are fasting. Don't just be there and be looking at the clock for a certain time to come. Otherwise, it's like, it's like hunger strike. You know, but fasting is a very, it's a very powerful Christian exercise that when you get involved in, it actually affects your life and changes your life permanently. Hallelujah. Um, I want to read a couple of passages to you from Isaiah chapter 58 about fasting so that you would know what to expect. Hallelujah. Um, this week is the last week, isn't it? Wow. I mean, the last week for this um, type of... The sound still sounds funny, you know. Sounds like an echo. Can you also feel it? 
Yeah, I feel like I'm a guest preacher in somebody's church. Hallelujah. Um, So, um, there are some some great things that you should expect when you are fasting. It's, It's always, you know, Anything, anything you do in life, have an aim. Never, never go through motions or just do things for the sake of it. Have an aim and um, have a mind that whatever you are doing, whatever there is to achieve, if you like, if the word is achieve or attain or have, have a mind that you will have it. Don't just, you know, walk through and uh, move through and come out with nothing. So when it gets to when it gets to fasting, make sure that you engage the blessings of fasting and you keep your eyes on it and be determined that by the time you finish a fast. Your life is different. You have actually entered. Is it fasting? Is like fasting. What shall I compare fasting to? Fasting is like one of the one of the weapons. You know, if you if you ever like war, war movies or or movies that involve fighting, you see that they have different weapons that they use depending on what they want to achieve. Depending on what, what they want to do and what they want to get and what, what, what they want to achieve. They have different, they employ, they employ different weapons. Um, things like a pistol or a knife, it's hardly ever used unless someone meets someone. It's like, this is you, this is me and you are my enemy. Then they employ smaller weapons like knives and those things, but it's not it's not easily used. You you won't find someone with a pistol as is. Um, <laughs> they have they have different different things. What what I'm saying is that there are, there are different different weapons that are used at different times, and they all have a particular aim. In a particular reason, that's what you, 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 you would discover they have even people who are called like snipers. They just lie in one place looking out of a window and they'll be taking people out one by one, one by one. They, they, don't, they don't spray, kill 10 people at the same time, 100, no, just one after the other. One after the other, one after the other. So, when you when you get when you, you you think about your Christian life, fasting is one of the things that you also have as a Christian, as a weapon that you have that you use to enter places. You enter it. It makes you it makes you enter realms and come out of come out of certain levels and enter into new levels. That you um, is there a problem at the back? Is there a problem? Do you need a chair? Um, it makes it makes it makes you it makes you able to do things and enter into places that you otherwise would not be able to do. 
the, the words of Jesus, the words of Jesus, he said, he said to his um, students, his disciples, he said to them that because they were struggling to cast out uh, a demon, they were struggling, they were really struggling. To, to, so when, when, when Jesus came around, they said, they said to him that they've been struggling. It's like all the things you told us to do, we've been doing. So he said, out. We've been saying out. It's not working. We're saying now. It's not, now it's not changing. We've been, we've been saying, what is your name? The demon is not talking. I mean, we've been doing, we've been trying everything. Then Jesus had to tell them, you know, there's one thing that I haven't taught you. There's this kind. There's a kind of devil that is only overcome by fasting and prayer. So he said that this kind goeth not out. According to King James English, this kind goeth not out. In other words, this kind will not go out. It won't go unless by prayer and fasting. It doesn't just go, it doesn't just go by out. What is your name? What is your name? My name is Legion. Out. No, it doesn't, it doesn't respond to such things. It responds to a hungry man who is praying. Do you understand? Yes, a hungry man. I, I, if you ask me why, how, the, how come how come he responds? I also don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it works in the realm of the spirit. But somehow, somehow, fasting and prayer is different from a full stomach and prayer. Somehow it's different. Somehow it's different. And Jesus strongly recommended um, um, fasting. He's, he, he talked about it at another time. He's, he talked about fasting. He said, when you fast, anoint your hair. You know, it's like, so it's like, it's like he expects us that you fast, that there should be fastings. There should be fastings in your life. There should be fasting. In your Christian life, one of the things you should do is to fast. You fast and then you pray. Don't just, don't just be there and be staring at the clock saying that you are going to break this fast at 6 o'clock. So you are staring at the clock. 5.55, then you put the kettle on. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, 5.30, you are frying chips at 5.30. You're frying chips at 5.30. Saying that you're breaking the... Fa- no. Then I'd rather say that, you know, eat and pray. Don't put yourself through this. I'm just there. I'm, I'm staring at the clock. 5.30. I start frying chips. I turn the oven on and put some sausages and bake it in. <laughs> knowing that by exactly six o'clock it will be ready. No. We are talking about fasting and prayer and prayer. Some things never change unless there is fasting. You shall have a change in this fast. Amen. Things that have been with you for years, they shall give up on your life. This week is their last week. I said, any difficulty that you have, this week is the last week. The kind that goeth not, but by prayer and fasting, it shall go this week. They have already started packing. 
as, as tomorrow is coming and you are preparing to start, look, demons are trembling. Demons, even your eyes could see, devils are trembling because they feel, look, these guys are going to destroy us. Have you watched, sit down, have you watched this movie? It's not like you watch some of the movies, they show you how demons behave. Uh, 13 hours in Benghazi. You should see, you should see how these guys, they come, they come like demons. A lot, plenty. And the guy is sitting on the roof. And he's praying. At a point, he ran out of ammunition. Everything was finished. And then what did he see? Tracks of human beings coming. With guns and with different things. He just, he just, look, he just looked at it and he, he, just, he just sat down. It's like, it's over. It's like, I'm dead. Wow. It's like, I'm dead. Wow. Only for them to get to the gate. And then they gave him a signal that we are friends. That's how he survived. But it's like, it's like it was over for him. If you, if you could see, if you could see, you see some, of the, some of the devils that have been assigned to your life, to your health, to your relationships, your marriage, your, your, your schoolwork, your, the different things that bring joy and happiness. There are different devils that are assigned to you. If you should see them by now, they are trembling that tomorrow, this guy is going to fast again. Tomorrow, our days are, I mean, it's going to be over for us. They are trembling. By Friday, the devils you have seen, you shall never see them again. You shall never see them again. You are entering a higher realm. You are entering a new face. You, are, you, you will see that it's, a, it's going to be a new life for you, a new life. God is giving you a new life. Amen. New life. Amen. Everything will be different. Amen. Everything will be new. Amen. Everything will be new for you. Your, 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 your battles and your terrain is being changed because promotion is coming to you. Amen. It's not going to be a wasted time. How can you waste three weeks like that? God is promoting you. Amen. You're going to be stronger, stronger. Stronger, Amen. you'll be stronger. Amen. Hey, devils will be afraid of you. Amen. You remember when they said, Jesus, we know, hey. and Paul, we know. Hey. Next, the next name shall be you. You shall be, they are adding you to the list that they know you, they know you, and they can't overcome you. They know you, and they can't fight you. Look at Isaiah chapter 58. So if you've never been part, this week, be part of it. This week. This week, you'll be like some, you'll be like the, the seals. It's like you were reserved for the last week. You are the special troops that are joining the fast. Satan is in trouble. Look, the scripture says in Isaiah 58, I still have the echo, you know, there's echo. Isaiah 58 and um, verse 6 says that it says that it's not this the fast that I have chosen to lose the bands of wickedness 
bands of wickedness shall be loosened over in your life. In your family, in your world. Bands of wickedness, bands of wickedness shall lose their hold. And then to undo heavy burdens, heavy burdens, a burdened life, burdened with a burden, the burden shall be undone. It shall be lifted off your shoulder and lifted off your head. Your head. You shall have a lighter life, a blessed life. And then it says that, and to let the oppressed go free. Every oppression shall be broken. Amen. And that you break every yoke. You see, when you are fasting, these are the things that are happening. Bands are bands of wickedness are being loosened. Heavy burdens are being undone. Oppressions, oppressed, oppressed lifestyles, the oppressions are being lifted away. And then yokes are being broken. Every yoke on your life is broken. Some of you, the yokes were broken in the first week. You're not even aware that you are, you are freer. You are freer. Certain addictions and challenges you have. You, are, you, have, been, you have escaped. You have escaped. Your appetites have changed. Your taste has changed. Things you used to do, you will not do them again. The yoke is broken. The burden is undone. And the bands of wickedness. Hey, wicked spirits. Wicked spirits. Verse 7 says that. Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry that thou bring the poor the... that bring the poor that are cast out to thy house when thou seest the naked that thou cover him and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh verse 8 then shall thy light break forth it's a season of your light breaking forth every hidden gift in you shall be made visible it is your season of discovery you shall be discovered every virtue in you shall be made manifest Every good thing in you shall come out. Amen. What did you know about yourself? You shall discover it about yourself. Amen. It shall be seen. Amen. Your light shall break, and thine health shall spring forth speedily. Expect healing. Amen. Expect healing. Amen. And every lingering sickness is banished in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your health shall spring forth speedily. Ulcers shall be healed. Cancers shall be healed. Every condition shall be healed. In the name of Jesus. Your health. Fasting time. Your health shall spring forth. It shall spring forth. Not gradually. Speedily. With speed. Expect healing with speed. Suddenly you see that you are well. You shall not see any migraine in your life again. Again. See, when you get stressed, then you get pimples. You shall not see any pimple. (laughs) And it says, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. 
and the glory of the Lord shall be thy reward. That is, it's like shall be your, your backing. You see how you can tell somebody, I've got your back. God has got your back. <laughs> God is the one that is coming behind you. God is your central defender. Central defender. He's the last man standing on your behalf. If God is on your side, who can be against you? If God is your central defender, who can go past him? Is it sometimes in football? In football, there's something called what is it called? When when the when the opponent is defending a lot, and then they they break counter attack. Yes, counter attack. Counter attack. Sometimes, sometimes when you are there, it's like you are afraid of a counter attack. It's like your guards are off, and then there's a come. But when there is a counter attack by the enemy, Jesus is your central defender. God is your central defender. They will meet one greater than you, mightier than you, stronger than you. <laughs> When you are being attacked against the run of play, that is, that is, you least expected an attack. You least expected. You least expected. You least, you think that this is a season of goodness. Things are working. Then suddenly it's like an attack is coming. The Lord shall be thy reward. He shall be your backup. God will appear. God will show up. And God will defend you. You shall be def- covered. Amen. Then, verse 9 says, What? Are you blessed because you came? Yeah. Then shall thou call and the Lord shall answer. Fasting time, look, all your hidden prayer topics, release it and ask God now. You better have time to pray. Thou shalt cry, he shall say, Here I am. Is it not nice? It's not, even, even when you send your friend a message, you get a response. It's not nice when you get a response. Yeah. One of the blessings in, in life is to have an answer to your prayer. So the scripture says that you shall, you shall cry and he will say, here I am. Here I, I am here. If God says to you, I am here. In other words, speak. 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 Sometimes people can send me a message and say, hi, Bishop. And I say that they want to talk. And I wish, I genuinely wish they would just go on and talk. They would just say what they want to say. But I'm going to say, hi, Bishop. They are waiting for me to say hi. And then they will say, good afternoon. Then I'll say, good afternoon. Then I say this. So it's like back and forth before they will get into the real conversation. But I prefer, if I don't even say hello, just say, hey, Bishop. This, I, I prefer that. I prefer, you know, get on with it fast, 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 fast. No protocol, no this kind of exchange of pleasantries. It wastes, it wastes time. It wastes wasting time. There are about hundred others. Have to type hundred good mornings before a conversation will start. <laughs> but it's like they want, they want to hear. Here I am. Here I am. So I'm announcing to you that where I am concerned, where here I am. I'm there for you 24-7. I am here. 
as soon as you take my I am here. And then God is saying that God, God is saying that during fasting time, not during fasting, he said that for a fast, if someone who has a fasted life, someone who fasts and prays, during that time, he said, here I am. You will cry. You will cry. From tomorrow when the fast starts, anything you cry up to God, God is saying, here I am. Here I am, Natalie, what do you want? Natalie, what do you want? I am here, Natalie, Natalie, speak. Speak. Stop crying, speak. Because I am here. May your prayers be answered. Then it says, Mm. I'm reading the blessings to you but it's also saying that when you are fasting don't accuse people putting forth of the finger then verse 10 says and if thou, if, if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry and satisfy the afflicted soul then shall thy light rise in obscurity and your darkness as the noonday your failure is being turned into a blessing Amen. I said your failure is being turned into a blessing your light shall rise out of obscurity. Amen. It's like you that appeared like a nobody. God will make you a somebody. Amen. God will prove to you and to the world around you that you are intelligent. You are smart. You have abilities. You have abilities. You have God is about to impose on your life success and blessings. Amen. Your light shall rise in obscurity and your darkness shall be as the noonday. You should go to countries where the sun actually rises when it's supposed to rise. <laughs> so that you can understand that your, your darkness shall be because by noonday you see, if there are parts of the world where you can use your shadow to tell the time. By that time, this, that by noonday, the sun is directly on top of your head. You, when you look down, you can't see. Your shadow is just... Is, uh-huh. As I'm standing under the light. Can you see where my shadow is? Can you see? It's just short. It's at the shortest point. So it's like, it's like darkness virtually doesn't exist around you. There's no darkness. Everything is light. It's bright. Your life, your life shall be bright. There shall be no lingering shadows. Your darkness. Your mistakes. Your failures. God's light shall be brighter than any failure. Shall be brighter than any mistake. Shall be brighter than any error you've ever committed. Shall be as them no day. Your darkness shall be as them no day. What a blessing. What a, why wouldn't you want to fast? When these things are waiting for you. He said, this is the fast that I have chosen. This is the fast that I have chosen. Waiting to make your darkness as the noonday. Now when we see you, we'll be looking. Where are the shadows in this person's life? Where are the shadows? We can't find the shadows. Where are the dark patches in his life? We can't find the dark patches. Because he fasted and he prayed. Do you feel like fasting? Verse 11 says that the Lord shall guide thee continually and satisfy thy soul in drought and make, thy, and make fat thy bones and thou shalt be like a watered garden. All these blessings shall be your portion. Amen. He will guide you continually. 
He will satisfy your soul when other souls are not satisfied. And he shall make fat your bones. Your bones shall be strong. Expect supernatural strength. And you shall be like a watered garden. You shall be, I see freshness coming upon you. Freshness. 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 And like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. And they that shall be, shall be of thee, shall build the old waste places. Yeah, I think that's the blessings that I want to read to you for today. May you experience all these powerful blessings. Now for 10 minutes. Let me share with you today the greatness of Isaac. (laughs) It's a year of greatness. Today you have double portion message. So, Genesis, not Genesis, Galatians. Galatians. This is a year of greatness. So we've been talking about greatness. You shall be great. Amen. If you believe it, receive it. Amen. If you are not sure to when you became sure, ask the Father in the name of Jesus. Galatians chapter 4, verse 28. It's your year of greatness. Expect greatness. Amen. Expect significance. Amen. Expect it. Amen. Expect it. You see, like I was explaining the first to you, any spiritual thing in your life, don't just browse through. Don't just walk through. Be determined to engage. Engage. Do you understand? Engage. Be fixated about every blessing, every promise, every spiritual opportunity you get. Engage it. So that it becomes a reality in your life. You see, the scripture says that the word preached did not profit them. The word preached did not profit them. There are some that the word that is preached or the prophecies or the declarations that are made does not profit them. Why? Because they did not mix the word with faith. They didn't mix it with faith. So it didn't profit them. You should see, you should, I'm, I was amazed this week, this, as well, this past week, I was amazed at the amount of testimonies I was getting from, from you about communion, healing, this. I mean, I was amazed day after day, day after day. Oh, Bishop, I just thought I should, I should share with you the communion that we have. So you see, com- people, there are people who have just, they have just drank communion, so they've just drank water. Someone, someone has drank his healing. Has drunk strength. Has drunk their breakthrough. Someone sent, someone sent me one yesterday. She said, she said, I can't even remember what service it was. But she said, you said the last time you failed was the last time you ever fail. And she said, with, she said without fail, coursework, everything she would do it twice. And she said, suddenly, it's as though something has opened in her head. She understands everything. She, she said, I've just come out of the exam room. She said, I am as sure as I am sure that I have passed this exam. 
He said, I've never had such a feeling before. He said, he said, everything, everyone, everyone I have to do, then I do again. Do, then I do again. Do, then I do again. But he said, Sadie said, it is over. She said, I'm even telling you before the results come. And I told her, don't worry, we don't even need the results. We know the results. We know that we knew the results already. It is, it's a done deal. The last time you failed was your last failure. You shall never fail again. You shall never fail again. You shall never fail again. Expect only good things. But if someone will hear it and the word preached will not profit them because it's not mixed with faith. You have to mix it with believing. Acceptance. I like it. I want it. Otherwise, it's as good as me saying, Peter Papa, pick the pick of people pepper. A pick of people pepper, Peter Papa, pick. Peter Papa, pick a pick of people pepper. Where's the pick of people pepper? Peter Papa picked. Oh, tell you, twinkle, twinkle, little stars. How I wonder where they are. It's as good as that. When you sit in chair, you see. Because when you see people receive, it's like, it's funny. Because the word that is being said is not being mixed with faith. But those that are mixing it with faith, they are mixing it with faith. Mixing it with faith. Those who mix flour with butter and sugar, they get cakes. Those who don't mix it with anything, the flour is just there. The butter is there. They eat the butter with bread. But if you can mix the flour, the butter, sugar, mix it. Get the right temperature. Throw it in. Be patient. You see it rising. When it comes out, it's not called flour. It's not called butter. It's not called sugar. It has a new name. You shall have a new name. Sit down. Galatians chapter 4. Are you mixing it? Everything you hear, mix it with faith. Mix it with faith. You see that you came to church as flour, but you are going home as cake. Next time, next time you go to the shops, check the price of flour and check the price of sugar. And then go and check the price of red velvet cake. (laughs) It says that. Now we brethren. Now we brethren. As Isaac was. As Isaac was. This, This is why I'm reading this verse first. Because I want to tell you why Isaac is important. He says, now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. We are like Isaac. We are like Isaac. What happened to Isaac is what will happen to us. That is why, that's why when you read this, then you have to quickly ask yourself, that, where is Isaac? Who is he? What happened to him? How did it happen to him? 
How did he get there? So that I will know the road I must walk on. I must know the road. Is it like, like I'm explaining the fasting to you? Don't let the week go. If it's like you haven't fasted. It's like three weeks. You've just been there. You've just been there, you know, just doing nothing. There are promises to engage and to have in your life as you are lying there. Lord, this is the time. Look upon me, Lord. Look upon me, Lord. Look upon me, Lord. And deliver me from this affliction. Deliver me from this burden. Deliver me from this oppression. He said, that is the time he shall deliver you. It's a good time to ask for some things. It's a good time. You can ask at any time, but fasting time especially. You can ask. You can. And it shall be done. He said, this kind goeth not but by prayer. One of the beautiful scriptures in the Bible, he says that, is any afflicted among you? Is any afflicted? Do you understand affliction? Trouble. Affliction is trouble. Trouble. Has anybody got troubles among you? Then the next phrase is, let him pray. Let him pray. Do you have problems? Pray. Is anything worrying you? Pray. Is any afflicted among you? Let him pray. Let that guy pray. He shouldn't be depressed. He shouldn't cry. He shouldn't feel, he shouldn't feel sad. He should pray. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Let him pray. Let him pray. The solution to your affliction is this. Let him pray. Anyway, go back to Galatians chapter 4. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. So let's find Isaac. Okay, let's find him in Genesis 26. Let's find him. He's there. He's hiding in Genesis 26. We have found him. He thought we'd find, but we have found him. Are you blessed because you came? Today is the greatness of Isaac. You shall be like Isaac. Amen. Every good thing about Isaac, you shall see it in your life. Amen. Genesis 26 verse 12. Then Isaac, then Isaac. Perhaps let's read quickly from verse 1, okay? So that you have a good revelation. And there was a famine in the land, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt, dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swore unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Because that Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. Abraham is his father. May your father's blessings come upon you. Amen. Like you shouldn't fight your father. Pray for him. Because some of the things he's done, he's labored for you. You, you, you would rather reap it with ease. You reap it with ease. 
A child of a millionaire is a millionaire. Yeah. Which of Donald Trump's, okay, President Trump's children, which of his children are poor? Which of his children? Even aeroplane to carry him to his inauguration. He says it's like he has his own aeroplane. He can use it. They have to insist. They say, no. It's like, it's, uh, it's not a problem. What is this aeroplanes that you are talking Aeroplanes. Aeroplanes. Can you imagine his child? Why should the, why should the child, why should the child, why should the child of a rich person struggle in life? Why should, why should the child of an anointed person struggle? <laughs> why? He shouldn't. It's his inheritance. Unless he is a fool and he walks away from it. But if he's a wise child, he will stay. And it should be given to him. It's for him. It is his. Oh, sister, collect it. <laughs> and Isaac dwelt in Gerar. And the men of the place asked him of, asked him of his wife. And he said, she is my sister. For he feared to say she is my wife. Lest, lest, said he, the men of the place should kill me for Rebecca. Rebecca was beautiful. Because she was fair to look upon. And it came to pass when he had been there a long time that Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out at a window and saw, and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebekah, his wife. Do you understand sporting? They were flirting. They were playing, you know? You know how sometimes you can sit on the train or you could be walking in town, you can see some two people, the way they are behaving, you can see that it's not, it's not brother and sister. Yes. Yeah. We pulling each other, doing this, pinching this. I said, mm. 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 Sporting, yeah. Yeah, sporting. <laughs> it's called it's called schoolboy, school girl love. <laughs> schoolboy and girl love. <laughs> It's like, and Abimelech <laughs> called Isaac and said, Behold, of a surety, she is thy wife. And how sayest thou she is my sister? And Isaac said unto him, Because I said, Lest I die for her. And Abimelech said, What is this that thou hast done unto us? One of the people might lightly have lain with thy wife. And thou shouldest have brought guilt, guiltiness upon us. And Abimelech charged all his people saying, He that touches this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Then Isaac, then Isaac, sowed in that land and received in the same year an hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Expect returns for every effort. Every seed you so expect hundred percent returns, and the Lord bless it. And the man, and the man that is Isaac, the man. Do you remember four Galatians? This, this, this is your story. I'm read, I'm showing you a mirror. Put a mirror in front of you now. Look at yourself. And the man works great. May you wax great in your university. Wax great in your course. What's great in your marriage? What's great in your finances? 
works great in the church. May you become great in the ministry. May you become anointed. And the man works great. And went forward. You shall never be repeated. You shall never go backwards. You would only go forwards. You will never be divorced. Marriage shall be a promotion for you. You will go forward. And went forward. He went forward. He went forward. Tell your neighbor, I am going forward. Going forward. Yeah, there I saw a football team playing and they scored a goal. They scored a goal. They had a dance. I said, This, this is a forward dance. I go, yes, you are going forward. <laughs> it was a Ghana football team. <laughs> They are going forward. The Uganda team is out. I've been telling some Ugandans the scores. They don't mind me. They pretend as though they don't read my messages. Some Ugandans, they pretend as though they don't read my messages. When I ask other questions, they appear. They are going forward. And grew until he became very great. Expect to be very great. I said, expect to be very great. You're not a small boy. Verse 14. For he had possession of flocks and possession of heads and great store of servants. And the Philistines envied him. Your enemies will be envious of you. Now, sit down. Two points. In two minutes, then we are done. You think I'm not looking at the clock? My eyes are on the clock. Now, how did Isaac become great? Two points on how Isaac became great. Number one, he became great by the master key of his ability to follow what God says. He had the master key of following what God says. Do you remember earlier, God had said to him, don't leave the country. Everybody is going because there was famine. I, I, when there's famine, when there's difficulty anywhere, you would want to move on, isn't it? You like to, you like to move, you like to change. It's like, you know, things are difficult. Things are difficult. Things are not working. So I, you know, I, have, to, I have to check out. But God says, God says, God says, go not down into Egypt. Because when things are, everybody, everybody migrates and moves to the place that looks better and nicer. It's called green pastures. Green pastures. Green pastures. That's what your parents did and you are here today. Yes. That's why you have, you, have, you have dark faces. Dark faces with an accent. I'm explaining to you how your parents got here. They went to Egypt. Yeah, they went to Egypt. They did all kinds of things to arrive in Egypt. 
And they did all kinds of things to survive in Egypt. You see a man, he's called Abina at work. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a natural migration. When there's difficulties, economic hardships, political confusion, then the people start moving. They start moving. That's when they ask you, where, where are you here from with your dark face? You say you are British. But um, that is not how it is. A result of political confusion and economic hardship that your parents or grandparents moved. They moved to Egypt. So, whilst your parents were moving, perhaps there was somebody that God appeared and said, you don't go to Egypt. You stay. You stay. Can you imagine how difficult it would be? How difficult it would be? So when they say to you that don't even marry somebody, it's, it's very so you become so confused. Become so confused. It's like, it's, like, it's like the greatest, the greatest instruction that you have ever heard. Know that you will never marry. It's like just this one won't work. So try this. There's something else. You can't. You can't. How much more? Stay here. There's there's confusion. Stay here. That's what Isaac did. Everybody was going. God said, stay. He said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That will be done. Your will be done. I'll do what you say do. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do just what you say stay. I'll stay. That was Isaac. That's, that's, that's how he waxed great. And became very great. And his enemies became envious of him. He obeyed God. He obeyed him to the letter. When God said stay. Isaac said yes please. You're the boss, God. I'm staying. I'm staying. Obedience, obedience brings about a promotion and a blessing. Obedience. Obeying God's word. Obeying God. Two ways to obey God. Number one is through his word. And number two is through his ministers. The pastors he gives to you. Do you want to know, how, so how do I obey God? How can I obey God? How can I obey him? How can I know? Through his word. When you read his word. When you have your quiet time, you read his word. Reading his word every day. Or you hear, then the next thing you, you hear his word being preached to you. His word that is being preached to you. Obey the word that is being preached to you. Don't play church. When you come to church, you hear the word is being preached. Obey what you are being told. What the verse is saying, do what the verse is saying. That's how you will last. That's how you will last. That's how you do well. Obey what the word is saying through the preaching. Through the preaching. Or through your personal reading. Or your personal listening to messages. As you hear, obey. Look, nobody knows everything about everybody. Nobody knows it. Nobody knows it. I know one day I sat with a pastor and his um, defected member. The member was so angry with with him, and he was asking the pastor. It was quite. It was quite an unfortunate meeting. And the pastor was asking his member that. So now, where do you go to church? 
Do you know what the member said? One of these, these kind of rude members. He said, the member said to the pastor, but you, t- you tell us every time in church that you know everything, you see everything. Why are you asking me where I am? Tell me where I am. So you see, afterwards I told the pastor that you see, I said, Mr. Pastor, you see, you don't make such comments. You don't know everything. You see, the scripture itself says that we know in part and we see darkly through a glass. We know in part. Any advice that I would give, even with the strongest of conviction, I know in part. Usually it is in the disobedience of the people that I discover why I felt so strong about this issue. It's in their disobedience. That perhaps God turns my head and say, Can you see this is what this is why you were talking? This is why this is why I made you speak. But it, it's so that I, if because if I know where it will I'll tell you everything. But I don't know. I can't tell you that I know everything. How did I know everything? How can I know everything? It's God who knows everything. I don't know everything. We know in part. And we see darkly through a glass. But we follow the conviction of God. God gives a con- So you see, those, those who follow the convictions and the leadings and the promptings of the Spirit... They become more godly. That is more like God. They become more like God. What they, when they speak, when they speak, it's like what they have said is what is happening. But it's not that they know everything. They know something, but they don't know everything. No, no, no. We don't know everything. So you now have to learn what is about you. The things that are about you. When God speaks, when you hear the word of God, do it. Do it. Please do it. Please do it. If I knew everything, I'll give you 20 things you must obey God about. But out of the 20, yours wouldn't be included. So you know yourself. How many of you here know yourself? Yes. Obey God. Obey God about yourself. Okay. Obey God about yourself. Stop acting. So you can be like Isaac. You can be great. Obey God about yourself. Obey God about your life. I know everything, I see everything I am, you know I am, I am a spirit when you are going to sleep I am there, I am not there I am not there at all when you are going to, when you are going to sleep, I am in my house I am in my house I'm, I am in my house I am there when you are playing the buffoonery somewhere I am in my house I am inside my house inside, inside my house I am there. Inside my house. (laughs) Listening to the stories of my children. And replying to texts. I don't know everything. If I knew everything. As you're about to make the move, you see our peers. Hey! (laughs) I say, ta-da! No, I don't know everything. I don't. That is, that is why you must develop obedience. The spirit of obedience. You have to develop it. You have to develop it. Develop the spirit of obedience. And you will be, you be an obedient person. Obedient, obedient to what? Obedient to what? To the word of God. To the word of God. To the word of God. Don't expect, don't expect some magic in your disobedience. 
after you've rebelled, been disobedient to somebody, you expect some magic for things to be to work. No, don't. 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 Don't be that type of person that thinks that the pastor knows everything. So because the pastor has said it, and he says, okay. No. It is God. It is God we serve. It is God we serve. It is God we serve. It is God and God's word. Be sensitive to God's word. When you hear, when you hear the word of God, let the word of God be able to stop you in your tracks. No matter how you feel about it, once you hear the word and the word says stop, stop. Whether it's through preaching or your quiet time, you are reading the Bible. This is what the Bible says. Stop. Don't be stubborn forever. You hurt yourself. You hurt yourself. And we'll be walking around eating kebab. Whistling on our kebab. And you say, you say, you, you, that's when you see, you, you'll be telling yourself, I won't go to church again. Why won't you go to church again? What have we done? When you were rebelling, you knew you were rebelling. Stop. Obey him, obey him. When you start obeying God, you will see greatness. You see, you will see how great you are. When you start walking in obedience, you will see how great you are. God will make you great from your obedience. And secondly, 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 learn the second master key that Isaac used was his ability to live in peace and to have peace. Genesis 26. You become quiet. You are becoming obedient. Frank, happy birthday. Wow. Genesis 26. Are you there? Verse 19. It's good for the pastor to know your birthday, isn't it? Pray that next time it's your birthday to be a Sunday. And Isaac's servants digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the headman of Gerah did strive with Isaac's headman, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Isaac, because they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from fence and digged another well. And for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, for now the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in the land. You see, the lesson here to learn from Isaac is that we naturally don't move on when we see something that is not working. We don't move on. I say you have to. You have to be able to. Where you are not wanted, where you are rejected, things that don't seem to be working. Instead of 
instead of working things out by strength and might and being at a place to quarrel, to fight a bit to the bitter end. Be like Isaac. When he digs the well and they fight, he just moves to the next point. Just because it's the moving for the sake of peace that made him discover Rehoboth. Everybody has a Rehoboth in their life. A place where the Lord, where you say, the Lord has made room. It's like, this is the doing of the Lord. This one, the Lord gave it to me. This one, the Lord. You see, things that you have through fights. Arguments. Arguments. Most likely, it's not of God. Most likely, it's not of God. Fights, debates. Every time it comes out, you have to explain. You have to explain. You have to give ten sentences to explain what you are doing. Ten sentences to explain what you have. Ten sentences to explain what you are going to take. It's not Rehoboth. Rehoboth is a place of peace. It's a place of peace. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a place of peace and fruitful. You, you will prosper there. You will prosper in that thing because that one is God who has handed it over to you. The first two wells, just problem. Problems. Problems. Stopping there, quarreling, fighting, explaining lies. Sometimes lies. You have to you have to lie to justify what you have and what you are taking. You have to convince yourself every day when you wake up, you stand in front of the mirror and convince yourself about the idiotic decision you have made. You have to convince yourself that I've done the right thing. No. Those are, those are signs to you that you've walked away from the will of God. And you've walked away from the blessings of God. When you have to explain to yourself, look, God is strong enough to justify any good thing that he gives to you. You don't have to explain to people. You don't have to explain yourself to anybody. You have to explain yourself to you. You have to justify anything. When you find Rehoboth, <laughs> you shall laugh. You shall laugh. You will be there and it shall be placed in your lap. God will say, hey, hey, I've blessed you. It's a blessing. Be proud of it. No blessings that you have, you've had to work out for yourself. Things you have to create. You have to fight. You have fought everybody. You have one beloved, you have quarreled with 20 people. Now, even as you are walking, even your wedding, we don't even know who is coming. Because you've quarreled with all your friends. Everybody must die over this, over this one guy. Now, here you are. Who is even coming to officiate? <laughs> you have fought everybody that can be fought has been fought. You have fought your mother, fought your father. You know, you know, you know, before I forget. Never marry without parental consent. Never do that thing. Never. I respect you. So uh, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> never, never. Never play that game. Never play that game. Never play that game. Fight mother, fight father, fight uncles, fight every. Like you have fought everybody. So here you are. Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Here comes the bride. Here comes the fool.
care. Fought everybody and lied and lied, told lies. Agree on lies. Let's go. Let's go and lie to make a way. Lie about, lie about your ethnic origin, lie about your age, lie about your educational qualification, lie about your um, um, immigration status. Lie, you have lied about everything. Even your shoe size, you've lied about it. No, no, but on a more serious tone, lied about everything. Just for one marriage. You know deep in your heart. You know deep in your heart. You're not comfortable. It's like the previous world. Previous world. You feel, you feel that. You see, there are some battles that are within. It's not without. It's within. It's you. Some battles that is you. Do you? These are some of the causes that you, you, you choose. You know, it's... <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, it's just that when you mention it's like it's, it's cool that this is what you are studying. But the battle is within you. It's of being real and practical. Practical. And discovering your Rehoboth. Where you shall say, for now, the Lord has made room for us. Room. Space. Space. I can now develop and live and flourish. Lord has made room. You're pretending. You are not anointed. You are pretending that you are anointed. Anointing to this is something we act. This is something you act. Anointing gets gets to ministry. Ministry too, you are lying about it. Going to act it. You are saying fake it and make it. You might make it, but you won't last. Real. When you have to explain ten sentences, one small decision you've made, ten sentences. Everybody's like everywhere. He's like there's a, there's a debate. You have to defend it. You have to justify it. He's like, why are you even saying this? He's like, blah, 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 blah. why were you there? Nobody has even asked a question, but you are giving explanations. Wow. One day, a certain sister was backsliding. When she was backsliding, I had not asked her a question. I had not said anything. I was in my house. I told you I like to be in my house. I was in my house. Inside. Inside. The house. Inside. 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 Most likely drinking, drinking gingerbread latte. <laughs> it's nothing special. It's nothing special. It's just, it's just a drink. Then she sends a message. Then she started mentioning someone's name that it's not this person who is advising her. The person has said, I said, so I just said, hold it, hold it, hold it. 
when did I ask you about this person? Why, why are you bringing this name up? I said, check any since, since you were born into this world. All discussions are, have I ever mentioned this name? Why are you? Is this one? I mean, interesting. I mean, I, I couldn't see her, but I could tell from the way she, the, the message came. And the name, it's not this person. This person. I said, I said, I said, darling. I said, darling, why? Darling, why? The way you're arguing tells me that there's something wrong. You, you, should, you, you should know that you're doing something wrong. And you should know that you're doing something wrong by this person, this name you're mentioning. Because I've not asked you anything. Nobody has said anything. You shall find your Rehoboth. You shall discover your Rehoboth. Be a man of peace. Be a man of peace. Be a man of peace. I'm telling you. Even beloved, be a man of peace. Don't fight over beloved. Let him take care. You see the nice face like that? You don't know. You don't know. Especially if you are him. Let him take care. Why do you want to fight over Why are you going to fight over beloved? Why? Why? He should take he should. He should take care. See her little lips like that. <laughs> oh, <not> little lips. <laughs> the bombs that can come out of it. Good fight over beloved. You've closed, closed from church. You are standing in the in the in the lobby. Quarreling over, quarreling over some little lips. Hey! So as I feel it's good to be young, because uh, you can't even see what you are good, what you are, you are quarreling over. I stand back and I laugh. I say, hey, you're quarreling over this person. Over this person. You will have some fantastic beloved. You'll be surprised. You'll be surprised that you are liked like that. You are wanted like that. That somebody wants you. Somebody wants you. Someone is dying for you. You haven't met someone who likes you before, you see. You shall meet somebody who likes you. Expect someone who likes you. He will adore, he will treat you like he will treat you like a queen. Hey. Treat you like a queen. Then you'll be treated like a prince. Amen. Prince. Get royal treatment. And you see here, every time you see her, you see she only has glassy eyes. Her eyes are always glassy when she sees you. It's like I've seen my prince. I've seen someone special. 
When she sees, she only remembers songs like, Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so good. It's like, hey, God. God, did you really do this for me? God, is this what you have done? Me. 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 Look at what you've done to me. Is this me that such a person is choosing me? Hey, God. You always be wondering, I say, why, why are you crying? Why are you tearing? They say, it's okay. It's okay. Because you are thinking, you are thinking of the goodness of the Lord. The goodness of the Lord. That God has been good. God has treated you well. May you experience it. Amen. Not somebody when they see you calling and they turn it off. That's not that's the Rehoboth, beloved. It's time to go home. May you experience and walk in the greatness of Isaac. Amen. And he waxed strong. He waxed great and went. F- Do you remember? You shall go forward. <laughs> You're going forward. You're going forward. You're going forward. You will go forward. You will not go backwards. The backward route is blocked. The backward route is blocked. You are going forward. And you are going forward at top speed. Anybody that has overtaken you, receive the grace to overtake that person. Receive the grace to overtake your overtakers. You are wondering, what am I saying? What I'm saying is that the Bible says you shall be the head and not the tail. He said you shall be above only. Above only. Everything that has left you behind, you are leaving that thing behind. You are going past that thing. You are taking your rightful place as the head and not the tail. As above and not below. That is your portion. Stand to your feet and give thanks to God. You shall do well. I feel a certain grace of doing well coming upon you. Doing well. People shall be, people shall do well. People shall do well. We shall hear of only good reports and good things. Good things. Receive wisdom to make right decisions. Anything you have to give 10 sentences to justify. Remember, it's not Rehoboth. When you get to Rehoboth, no explanation. So, so enjoyment. So, so enjoyment. Peace. 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 When we see you like that, we are happy. We are happy, you are happy, we are flowing. That's Rehoboth. There's a place. There's a place. There's a place. When you get there, when they ask you, how was the exam? It was a Rehoboth exam. What is it? What's an exam? No sweat. No sweat. No sweat. No sweat. You You shall glide through. Your season of gliding has come. You'll be gliding through. You ask yourself, 
Why did I struggle before? Why did I struggle before? It is the Lord's mercy that has found you. Now God has found you. Now God has found you. You shall do well. Why did I even quarrel over him? Why did I even cry over that guy who didn't want to marry me? Why did I cry? Why did I cry? Didn't I know that brother, brother Rehoboth is coming? Brother Rehob, Rehob, Rehob. Reho is coming. And I was crying over Isaac. I was crying over Isaac. Where there is striving and competition. Where there is competition, back off. Because Rehoboth is somewhere. Some shiny Rehoboth is waiting for you. Why should you have a car that gives you migraines? There's a Rehoboth car. It has a season. When it comes, hey, when we see you in it, we'll say, hey, this is a, for, this is a forward moving Rehoboic car. One car that you have, when you see us, you have to give us 10 sentences. There's a problem. There's a problem. There's a problem. It's a problem. It means it's a problem. It's a problem. Enter into a sweatless zone. A zone where there's no sweat. Only rains and blessings and favor. Lift up your two hands and thank God for his blessings. Thank him for his blessings. He's blessing you. As you are standing here, he's blessing you. He's blessing you. Thank him for his blessings. Thank him. Thank him for his blessings. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him. 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 Thank God. Thank him for blessings. Thank him. Open your mouth. Thank him for blessings. For blessings. He's blessing you. Just your standing here, a blessing is coming upon your life. Just your coming to church, a blessing, a blessing, a blessing is coming upon your life, a blessing is coming upon you. God is blessing you. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for that blessing. Thank you for that grace that has been deposited in your life today. Shamigo standa, shamigo standa, namigo stianda, lebrediba sanda, labradoste, 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 makaliango satanda, labradi badada, labradi labada, dabada, dabika labada, makobla deiste, madeblo casta, pladoma, 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 pladoma. Pladoma, Pladoma, Makilia do Pala Badada, Labrande Labada, Dabada, Dada, Labada, Pladibo Shanda, Lablaqueste, Clabadeste, 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 Marco Labrande Lebequipa, Cata Labradiba, Hata Labradiba, Capastunde. God is blessing you. He will bless you. Listen, 
Listen, let me tell you a long story in two seconds. One day, One day. I went to work. It was a, I think it was a Wednesday. Supposed to start at nine o'clock. I'll usually get there around eight thirty. Eight thirty. Then my immediate manager called me to his office. He said, "I've been sacked. They don't need me again." Oh, I thought you say, "Oh, oh. <laughs> no problem." I went home. When I went home, my wife was upstairs, and she heard me coming. We've just had our first child. So she was up there with the little baby. Then she shouted from upstairs. You know, shouted my name. I said, yes, it's me. He said, did you leave anything? I said, no. Are you coming to pick something? I said, no. I was wondering, what language doesn't this woman understand? I haven't left anything. I'm not coming to pick anything. They said, so why have you come? And I said, because I've come. This is not my house. I've come home. <laughs> But you see, you see, I told I'm telling you a long story, very short. The next job that I got, next one, next job that I got, the favor, the favor in the place, the favor. I went there as a temp. In the toilet, I was weaving. And the overall, like the chief executive. He came to Wiwi. I don't know how he also decided to Wiwi when I was Wiwi. When he came there, he said to me, he said to me there, he said to me there, I have a job for you. He said, I am going to create a job for you. I said, this is Rehoboth. No sweat. No struggle. No difficulty. Nothing. I mean, nothing. I went, I'm telling you, I didn't, I didn't put in applications. I didn't lobby. I didn't, you know, tell tales on people. Nothing. I went to Wee Wee. Something as basic as going to Wee Wee. And there, the Lord appeared there. There, the Lord was there. The Lord was there. The Lord was there. I received my promotion in the toilet. In the toilet. When God is blessing you, no sweat, oh. No sweat. Stop the struggles. Stop the fights. Stop working hard to have to, to be to be a certain way that you are not. Be patient. Be patient. Obey the word of God. Follow God. Follow God. Follow His will. His mighty hand shall lift you up. Amen. He shall lift you up. He shall bless you. You see, I feel, I feel, I hope you can mix it with faith. I feel there's a blessing coming on us today. Today, I feel God is blessing this church. He's blessing us. He's releasing a blessing. For 30 seconds again, lift up your two hands and thank God for the blessing. Thank him that you are blessed. Thank him that you are blessed. Thank him that you are blessed. That a blessing has come upon you. A blessing has come upon you. Don't ask him for anything. Thank him that you are blessed. 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 Thank him that he has blessed you. It shall be easy. It shall be easy. From today it shall be easy. From today it shall be easy. From today it shall be easy. It shall be easy for you. 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 I declare over your life. It shall be easy for you. From today it shall be easy. Whatever has been difficult shall be easy. Father, thank you for your visitation.
Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your promotion. And thank you for your honor, Lord. Thank you for the blessing that you have placed on our lives today and on this church, Lord. Let everyone standing here under the sound of my voice walk in that blessing. Walk in your provisions. Walk, Lord, in your divine protection and divine supplies. Let it be a portion. Let it be a portion. Let us realize that we have been blessed. He has blessed us. He has honored us. He has promoted us, Lord. Thank you for that great blessing. Thank you for that great honor. In the name of Jesus, oh God. Now while every eye is still closed and we are still in prayer and every head is bowed, I want to pray for some very special people here. You're here perhaps today someone invited you here for the first time. Or you've been coming to church but deep in your heart you feel far from God. You don't have a relationship with God. And today you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to have a relationship with God. I want to be born again. I want to be saved. I want my sins to be forgiven. I don't want to go to hell when I die. Pastor, please pray with me. I need that special relationship with God. If you're here like that, while every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Pastor, pray with me. I want Jesus in my life. Just lift up your right hand very quickly and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, just lift it up so I can see you and pray with you. Wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need God in my life. I need that blessing of salvation. That blessing of salvation. That blessing of salvation. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. Wherever you are, Pastor, pray with me. I need God today. Today I need God. Today is my day. I need Jesus in my life. I'm a sinner. I feel far from God. I have no relationship with God. Maybe you used to be a Christian. You've backslidden. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to come back to God. I want to be serious with God. Maybe you, are, you realize you are not serious with him. I want to be serious with God. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. You want to join in. You also want to join in. You say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need him. I need him. Just your right hand. Wherever you are, God bless you. God bless you. I can see your hands. I can see your hands. You also want to join him. Don't think about anybody. Don't think about your friend. Don't think about, think about yourself and your relationship with God. Say, today, I need Jesus in my life. Just your right hand. And I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Have your hand lifted up. You lift up your hand. I want to do one more thing. I want you to come to me right here in the front. Come out of your seats, wherever you are. Come. Maybe you didn't even lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. You can come as well. Come. Come as well. Come. Come and join us wherever you are. You want to give your life, or you feel backslidden. You can come. You can come. You've given your life to Jesus before, but you feel you've lost it. Come. Yes. I'm waiting for you as we sing. Walk out of your seat and come. Yes, just as I am. Just as I am without one plea. I'm waiting. You want to come? You can come. Yes, Lord. And that thou bid me come to thee, O Lamb, o Lamb. of God, I come, I come. We're going to 
going to sing one more time. I'm just waiting for you. You want to give your life to Jesus. It's not about prosperity. It's not about clothes. It's about your soul. Your soul. That your soul will be saved. If you want your friend to even walk with you, it's a good time to whisper to your friend that, can you walk with me? Can you walk with me there? I want to give my life to Jesus. We're going to sing one more time and then that will be it. So if you want to come, I want you to tell you that, come. Come now. Come now. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come now. Come. with me by your heads let's say this prayer together church help us as we say this prayer say with me say heavenly father i come to you today just as i am i am a sinner please forgive me please wash me with the blood of jesus say heavenly father thank you for jesus christ Who died on the cross for my sins and rose up on the third day. Say, I believe that Jesus is alive. Say, Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life from today. From today, I will serve you. I will obey you. I will follow you. I will do your will. I will no longer serve Satan. I will serve you, Jesus. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and for writing my name in the book of life. They say, and for writing my name in the book of life. Say, thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Father, thank you for these ones. Let them be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give them their gifts very quickly. Wow. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. And very quickly, we are going to receive communion as we're just praying. I heard a word. The word was effortless. You are being ushered 
into an effortless phase of your life. Things will happen for you without effort. Without fights. Without struggles. Without migraines. Without fear. Without difficulty. It shall be effortless. Effortless. You won't try, but you will have it. Because God will provide for you. God will give to you. You won't try, but you will have it. You won't fight, but you will have it. As we receive the communion today, enter into that season of effortlessness. Effortlessness. Welcome to that season. Welcome to that season. Welcome. On a hill. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross yes jesus the emblem of suffering and shame yes lord yes lord and i love that old cross i love that cross too with the dearest, the dearest and the best, and best. The most valuable world yes. of lost sinners was slain. Yes, Lord. So I'll cherish the old rugged cross till my trophies at last I lay down. Yes. I will cling to the old rugged cross. I will hold fast to the cross. And exchange it someday for a crown. Come on, sing it, my dear. Sing it. Take your time. On a hill far away. Yes, Lord. Stood and known. It's an afternoon of blessing. Receive a blessing. Receive a blessing you haven't asked for. But receive it. Yes, Lord. He's changing your life. Barriers have been broken. Stone walls have been broken. Iron bars have been removed. Sicknesses have been cleansed. Yes. the cross. I will cling to the old rugged cross. Yes, Lord. Aha. And exchange it someday for a cross. Father, I declare every bread, every wine sanctified, blessed for healing, for strength for divine supernatural abilities let a blessing come upon our lives 
Let the blessing come into our lives. Let the weak become strong, Lord. Let addictions be broken, Lord. Let secret weaknesses be removed, Lord. Give us strength, Lord. Strength, Lord. Strength in private and strength in public, Lord. Strength in our privacies and strength in public, Lord. Strength, Lord, outward and strength within, O God. Let every weakness be taken away, Lord. Let every struggle with sin, Lord, let it be overcome today, Lord. In the name of Jesus, O God. Let the spirit that causes mental illness be destroyed. Be destroyed. You shall escape the family tree. You shall escape the family curse. In the name of Jesus. I curse the spirit of madness. You are arrested today. You shall not function. You shall not operate. I curse the spirit of depression. I curse the spirit of continuous failure and shame. And I declare, Anna has come upon your people. Anna has come upon your people. Promotion has come upon your people. Greatness has come upon your people. Promotion has come upon your people. Goodness has come upon your people. They shall do well. You shall do well. You shall do well. You shall never be ashamed. You shall never be a reproach. You shall never be a disgrace. Thank you, Father, for this great blessing. Father, above all, we thank you for this opportunity to remember the sacrifice that Jesus did for us, Lord. Where his body was broken and his blood was shed, Lord. It is through the cross, it is through the death of our Savior that we have access to greatness. That we have access to these great blessings, Lord. That we enter into a season of effortlessness. Because it was paid for us 2,000 years ago. You paid the price. You paid the price of our struggles and our difficulties and our fights, Lord. You paid the price. We say thank you. And we accept it today. And we receive it today. May our days, our weeks, our months, our years, the decades we will see, oh God, on this earth, Lord. Let today mark the beginning of effortless years, Lord. Effortless years, Lord. Years where we shall experience Rehoboth and say, the Lord has made room for us. Let that be a story. Let that be a portion. Let the blessing of peace come upon us, Lord. The blessing of peace. The blessing of comfort. And the blessing of fruitfulness. Let it come upon us. Thank you, Father, for what you have done for us today. In Jesus' name. The body of Christ. The body of Jesus Christ. Eat it.
the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Father, thank you for the cup of blessing that we have drunk. That a blessing has come into our lives. A blessing has come upon us. Thank you for the new life and the new season. The new era. It shall be permanent in our lives, Lord. That we shall walk in your blessings. Move in your blessings. Operate in your blessings. Thank you, Father. May your name alone be glorified and you alone be thanked. Thank you for the floodgates of testimonies that has burst open after today, Lord. Thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you for all those testimonies. Thank you for all those breakthroughs. Thank you for all those healings. Thank you for all the deliverance, oh God. Private ones, Lord. Secret ones, Lord. And known ones, oh God. Thank you for the deliverance and the healing. In Jesus' name, I have prayed with thanksgiving. And the saints of God shouted a faith filled amen. amen. Say amen again. Amen. amen for the last time. 